we try to make sure people are connected to each other so that they don't feel alone and they at least have a group or a person or a mentor, somebody they've met along the way that they can ask questions to, because it could be really lonely, especially if you're working for an end customer, you're the only admin in the space and you're like, what in the world did I just get myself into? And so helping people understand that they're not the only ones with these questions and really creating that sense of network community and helping them understand how to be successful. I'm Jeff Stormer, and this is Sustainability at Work, a podcast about real stories of charitable action, community, and giving back. We're diving deep into the details of what it takes to make a difference in people's lives on a quest to understand the impact we can have on the world when we act together. This episode, we're talking about the impact mentorship can have on individuals' lives and communities as a whole, and diving into the inspiring story of how Tiffany Spencer made it her mission to welcome, encourage, and motivate young Black professionals within the Salesforce ecosystem. We talk a lot on this show about employees giving their time and energy to worthy causes and helping to change the world. And that's good and valid, obviously, but sometimes there's a key step we miss when we focus on that aspect. When we talk about employees going above and beyond and giving back and volunteering time, we often overlook the work it takes to become an employee. And for aspiring professionals within historically underrepresented communities, getting started, much less figuring out how to build a track to career success, can feel particularly daunting. I mean, it's such an expansive ecosystem with all the different certs, all the different career paths, all the different companies. And so just understanding where to start and then from there having a strategy. And so understanding how to take the experience, the job, wherever they are, and how do I get to the next level? And what does it look like being one of very few Black people in a space? And how do I navigate this space? How do I put myself in a position where I can get a promotion? And what does that next step on my career path look like? And so being able to create community for individuals so that they can successfully get those questions answered, I think has been the biggest barrier that I see when I'm talking to people. That's Tiffany Spencer, founder and CEO of Tech Forward Solutions, an organization focused on providing crucial Salesforce experience to college students and new employees in the black community. As Tiffany mentions that first step, seeing what is possible and figuring out how to navigate it can be a profound challenge that often leaves you feeling lost in the woods. For more, here's Kirby Paulette, Jaren's Director of Product Strategy for Financial Services. I've been in the Salesforce space for about 15 years. I started around 2008 and there just wasn't a lot in the Salesforce space like there is now, right? There was no trailhead. There were no, I don't even think the certification program had been rolled out at that point. So I was quite lost at even knowing that Salesforce was even a career possibility. I was in business school at the time. I, I planned to maybe run a hospital one day. That was kind of my dream job. So never had a clue that, you know, I could make a career path in tech. Now, according to Tiffany, that sense of uncertainty and confusion that Kirby is describing is all too common for young people of color who want to get into tech, but aren't sure how to get started. In fact, Tiffany says she was inspired to start Tech Forward after striking up conversations with students during a visit to Bethune-Cookman University, a historically black university or HBCU located in Daytona Beach, Florida. 
I happened to be speaking with some students at my alma mater and talking to them about this amazing career in Salesforce and what I have been doing in consulting and some of the work and the projects and how fast the Salesforce ecosystem was growing. And I realized in looking at them that they had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're just nodding their heads like, that sounds great. <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying, though. And so I realized that those students had not been fully exposed to that platform, as well as understanding how platforms like it could be beneficial for them as they graduate and start to look for jobs. In talking with those students, Tiffany was struck by a mission. She saw their potential and knew that if given a chance and introduced to a world they simply didn't have familiarity with, these young people could truly reach incredible heights. And with that, she went to work. The result of that inspiration was Tech Forward and ultimately Tech Forward Solutions. I was really inspired to help create more diversity in those stories and to make sure um, our HBCU students and our underrepresented communities were aware of this just amazing ecosystem. And so that's how I started with Tech Forward. And in doing that work, I realized that as great as it is to have a certification, it's even better to have some actual work experience. And so in order to help those individuals get work experience, in the beginning, I started to kind of give them some of my side consulting projects. And I thought that, you know what, that's probably not scalable. <laughs> so the idea was to create a consulting company that could be a place for those individuals to come and land and be able to hone their skills so that they could be more marketable. And so that was the beginning of TechFort Solutions. That incredible feeling of someone truly believing in you, of seeing what you can offer and giving you the opportunity to prove what you can be is something Kirby experienced as well. And to hear her describe it, that opportunity changed the course of her entire career. I joined a company that kind of threw me into Salesforce administration. And I I just started by helping to clean up, you know, reports and dashboards that they had in the system and just kind of slowly learned Salesforce a little bit that way. And from there, I went in more into administration. That was, you know, circa the recession. We had a, you know, few layoffs and things at the time. So I kind of just ended up getting responsibilities piled on my plate in a weird way, but it taught me so much about Salesforce and the whole space, actually having some active career possibilities. So from there, I went to a company where, to be honest, my manager did not have a lot of understanding about what it took to administer Salesforce and just kind of thought, hey, I can just hire someone I definitely did not have the depth of experience that I should have had to been put in that role. Um, but he hired me to manage. And um, one of the best conversations I ever had and most shocking was he called me into his office. I think it was maybe week two or three. And he said, hey, do you have a passport? And I said, yeah, I have a passport. He said, well, I'm going to send you to about five countries <laughs> in like three weeks. And I need you to go roll out Salesforce to these five countries. Now, getting told you're flying to a new country to deploy Salesforce at the end of the week is a hell of a thing to hear unprompted from your boss. But as Kirby points out, it came with an incredible result. She did it and then excelled at it. So talk about getting pushed out of your comfort zone. Like That led to the probably the wildest career of being flown to, I think, 30 plus countries to roll out Salesforce and just 
sink or swim, right? Like figure it out because my manager just needed this job done. He didn't have time to do it and didn't exactly know everything that was involved. So probably the best learning experience ever and and something that really taught me not to be afraid of whatever challenge might come next because it's kind of nothing to, you know, being told to get on a flight to Malaysia and fly for, you know, 27 hours, two days to go and and train someone on Salesforce when, you know, you feel out of your depth already on, on what little you think you should know for the position. That's a gratifying experience for mentor and mentee alike. When you can point at someone, say, I think you're capable of great things and then see them achieve all of that and more. It's that very same impulse that drives much of the satisfaction Tiffany sees in running Tech Forward Solutions. I have a student, Rashad, that he said, Miss Tiffany, you know, I really didn't listen when I was in school, but I really would like to learn Salesforce. And he's in one of our certification boot camps now. He's super active. He's like, what do you need me to tell the college students? I'll go tell them right now that they need to listen to what you're saying. I love stories like that because we all know what it's like to be in college and, you know, we think we have the world figured out and we know what we're doing next and sometimes we don't. And so to be able to create that kind of opening in that space where a student can feel comfortable to come back and say, hey, you know what, is it okay if I pick this back up? Those opportunities for mentorship, those times for leaders to step up and say, hey, I believe in you, I trust you, and I'm going to give you the opportunity to shine, those never really stop. They simply change as Kirby continued to experience as she advanced in her career. My first big leadership role at my last company, I I started out as a practice director, which is a very new role. It's pretty common in the, you know, consulting space, practice director, but when you're brand new to the role, you're almost like, what does that mean? And try Googling it and you'll get, you know, 25 different sets of roles and responsibilities for what that means. But there were three of us who were not pushed, but kind of picked to take on this role of a practice director when my company decided to implement it. And our CEO, you know, completely unexpected at the time took, you know, took time weekly to kind of mentor us and really help us to figure out what this new role meant to the company, what that meant as far as, you know, what are the expectations for us? Also bringing us together as a group, you know, we're three different people who worked together slightly in the past, but hadn't really talked to each other much. So he kind of helped us to create our own little community, like a little role-based community so that we could kind of help each other thrive. And we were all from from different backgrounds, uh, white male, Indian woman, Black woman, you know, kind of thrust together. And we all had different challenges as far as, you know, what we needed to do or improve or grow into to grow into this role that we had gotten chosen for. But it just meant us so much that he made the space to take time with us and help us to grow into the role and and show us how much space we had to make the role our own. Sometimes you need to know that there isn't one prescribed way of doing things, that it's okay to bring your own flavor and your own, you're expected to bring your own experience to a role and you're not expected to know everything, you know, when you come into this role. And I think that's important. And that's something that I think more leaders can do. It's that same desire to give people a platform and an opportunity to thrive that drove Tiffany to founding the Dreamin' in Color Conference. 
The conference held in Tulsa, Oklahoma, expands the opportunities Tech Forward is able to offer black trailblazers in the Salesforce ecosystem to include speaking engagements, networking sessions, and more. The Salesforce community has what are called these dreaming events. They've been more so regional based, and then they started to become industry based. But after visiting Tulsa, I had such a experience there with the history of Tulsa and the perseverance of the community um, and the rebuilding effort that's going on there. I saw so much rebirth in that area and such a light that was shined on that story that I realized so many people didn't know and didn't understand. Um, I was really inspired to create a space where Black Salesforce professionals can come together and really celebrate each other, be seen, be visible, be uplifted. And so I worked with a great group of organizers that helped me to think through all of the ins and outs of this event. Um, I was able to kind of piggyback on the framework of some of the other dreaming conferences that were put together. And I really took that and said, okay, these are great. This is a great playbook for an event. But what is it that would serve the Black Salesforce community? And so we put together great events like our cookout, which is our opening event. We had a really nice dinner event. We had amazing sessions and speakers. Um, I would say 95% of all of our speakers were Black Salesforce professionals. And so it was really easy for people to see themselves in the speakers and to see where they could go and to have people that they can network with across different roles, across different industries. They met entrepreneurs. They were able to meet amazing Salesforce VPs and executives that looked like them. And so it was really eye-opening for a number of people that had for a long time maybe not attended other events, maybe didn't feel as though the ecosystem was as diverse as I knew that it is and is growing to be. And so we put a lot of a lot of work into kind of creating this really special place. The result of the conference was profound. An entire group of black trailblazers all growing together, taking the next steps in their careers alongside one another and creating a meaningful sense of mutual support and success. A sense that anything is possible, and with that community at your back, these professionals at all stages of their careers can rise up together and achieve unbelievable things. As Tiffany points out, that's one of the most powerful parts of the conference as a whole. One person's Kyle. Kyle actually got to speak at his first Salesforce event, and he's a senior consultant, really smart guy. He started a program called the Salesforce Anchor Program that helps people get hands-on experience, like a full program, where he's had like hundreds of people now go through and attend like one of his virtual web trainings, all because he was inspired and just a little spark from Dreaming in Color. We saw individuals, um, can't think of her name, that she came out of Dreaming in Color and decided she wants to go get another certification. That kind of spark of joy that came from the event that said, you know what, I am excited about my career and I want to, you know, keep on that journey. We've had sponsors that were really touched by the event, sponsors that said, you know, it was one of the best events they'd ever been to. And it wasn't in their sponsor capacity, but more as an individual that they got to talk to other people 
on a little bit of a different level and even talk with other sponsors. They told me that just the connection with the other sponsors that was there was really kind of touching to them. And so they are such great fans of the event. And so we actually have speakers that were not from the Salesforce space. So we had some, you know, they're like professional speakers from the speaker circuit. We had a few of those speakers that came in and talk about leadership or entrepreneurship. And so those speakers, they told me, they said, Tiffany, I came to this event and I was just going to go do my session and go home. And they told me they got so much out of the event. They stayed the entire time and that they weren't expecting, not that they thought the event was going to be bad, but they just saw, okay, I'm going to go speak. And then I'm going to, you know, get my video clips and then I'm going to go home. But there was just such a buzz and an excitement and so much joy there that they stayed and they were fed from the event. We had a young man at the end of the event that shared his story with us of overcoming. He had a hard life, I'll say. This was, he didn't know anything about Salesforce. Somebody encouraged him to attend. And he stood up in front of everyone that was still there in our closing ceremony and told us his background, and told us how inspired he was, how many great connections he made, how at home he felt. And I ended up giving him a free pass to this event. And we had a sponsor in the room that ended up um, offering to cover all of his expenses. And an amazing thing happens when you take the time to lift people up through meaningful mentorship. A sort of snowball effect occurs where the people become leaders who in turn lift up the next generation of professionals. Over time, that ripple effect leads to a space that's broader, more diverse, and full of incredible new voices and leaders. And as the Dreaming in Color conference demonstrated, there's a tangible power in creating a platform and a model to show people what that success can look like, to take that young person who doesn't quite know where they're headed And show them, yes, I can do this because I see all the examples of what success looks like around me. The impact that can have, well, I'll let Tiffany explain. We had a Salesforce employee that was really inspired by the work we were doing with HBCUs, so much so that he started a scholarship fund for students to be able to take our certification boot camps. And so it's the Noah Parrish HBCU Scholarship Fund. And that funds students and some of their internships and learning calls for Tech Forward. And so that has been amazing. We've had individuals that have gone through our boot camps um, that have now at this point gotten multiple certifications. They've been able to go to some of the big Salesforce events, Dreamforce, TDX, and really make connections there, really get a bigger vision for this whole industry that they're part of. But as impactful as all that is, as Kirby points out, great mentorship doesn't have to come in the form of a full conference full of speakers and professionals. Anyone can be a great mentor. It just means taking the time to listen to your employees and giving them the opportunity to be great. You know, I think one thing as a team leader that we don't always do a great job of, and I've managed, you know, large teams of people in the past, and I can't say I've always done a great job of this either, is Sometimes we don't know what an employee's goals are in the short term, right? Like you can't speak to what do they want to do in the next year or two. You can maybe only speak to what you need them to do in the next, you know, three to six months. But really trying to talk to your employees and say, hey, you know, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Where do you, where and how do you want to grow? And then asking not just 
you know, how can I support you? But really, what are specific areas where you feel like you might not be growing or where you need to grow more to meet your goals? Or is there any additional guidance I can give you? I think the more you can dig in and ask really specific questions, um, the more helpful you can be with your employees. Because some people might be afraid to speak up. Or if you ask a question that's too broad, like how can I support you, which is the common one that we tend to to ask, I think the employee might go to whatever their biggest challenge is in that moment. Like, hey, I might need your help with a difficult client conversation, but not thinking so broadly as, hey, I might need some networking help because I don't know anyone that looks like me that's doing the job that I want to do. Whether you focus your efforts institutionally or individually, it all comes down to one thing, taking that first step towards lifting up the next generation. It's all about just opening the door to have that first conversation to take the first step and then figure it out from there. I definitely did not have everything figured out when I started any of my companies or this conference. We're still learning and growing, but you can definitely do it. You just have to have the heart to do it and the passion and even just care. Just the fact that you care is enough to get started. And that is sustainability at work. This has been Sustainability at Work. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to Tiffany and Kirby for your absolutely amazing stories during this episode. For more information about Tech Forward Solutions in the Dreamin' in Color conference, visit tech-forward.org or dreaminincolor.me. Sustainability at Work is, as always, produced by Jarrett in collaboration with Salesforce. I am Jeff Stormer, your host and producer as always. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, sharing the episode with your LinkedIn followers, or heading to jarrett.com to receive email updates when we drop a new episode. Until next time, thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you again soon.